called to the booth. Is the worst team in the AFC North the best team in the AFC North? We got our best bets. Paul, drop that beat. Harrison Sanford, the key to lead. Usually we wait for Paul Aspen, our producer, to jump in, but I don't really want to be affiliated with the beginning of this show, to be honest with you guys. Uh, we're going to discuss what's going on in our fantasy football leagues. I know a lot of you guys are still processing what's going on in yours, trying to make the playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think I have a good chance. Paul, tell us what we got before we get into the actual show show, please. So let's start off by saying Akeem and I have nothing to worry about. We're both in first place. We're both, we're both heading to the playoffs. But there's a lot of wow, drama to unpack. Uh, Harrison, I'm pretty sure you're out. You're six and seven. There's three teams at seven and six that all have more what points than you. What is Thomas doing? So Thomas is in as well. Thomas is in okay, as well. Thomas, okay. I, well, all, all but in. All but in. He's like, even if he loses. He need a little help. No, he'll, he's still got, he'd have to get lapped by someone. That looks pretty unlikely. So I'm pretty, I'm not going to okay, put the Thomas. asterisk next to his name, but I'll say pretty much in. So the uh, three of us are in. We held up our end of the bargain. What you doing, Harrison? So what it look like? Chris Long in the mix. He's at seven okay. and six. Uh, Q in the mix. He's at okay, seven and six. Okay, well, still in the mix. He, he done tapped. I need to tell him, too, because really, I think he tapped out mentally. He thought he was okay. out the mix, but I need to let him know that. You know what I'm saying? We'll come he back. Yeah, he, beat me last week. he beat me last week. Yeah, so we'll come back to Q in a minute because I got an interesting thought there. Claudia is seven and six, and she actually has the most points in the league, wow. but she's just been tough schedule. So I actually face Q this week. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not above taking a dive, if the money's <laughs> right. I'm not above <laughs> taking a dive. Hey, hey, I'm gonna yeah. let you know. That I'm gonna yeah. this on like right now. Yeah. Like right yeah. now <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call uh, him here. I gotta call him in here right yeah. there. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Tell him, yeah, if that money right, the paper, yeah. if the paper right, I'll take a dive, baby. Yeah, yeah. Take a bye week, get rest up for the playoffs, you know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong um, with that. Make so, a dollars while you're doing it. Yeah, so it's going to be a wild week, wild week at the end. Playoffs start next week. Yeah, yeah sir, Speaking I'm ready. Of- Speaking of making a couple of dollars, we're going to get to our best bets in the next segment and tell you how Key picked up this week with a bunch of teasers uh, and how one other person on this show didn't do so well. But nonetheless, before we even get to all that, might as well talk about the football on the field. And we kick it off with the power rankings for week 14. Can't believe we're almost there. Week 14, Akeem, what you got for the power rankings? Yeah, the season is definitely, definitely flying right now. Uh, but the power rankings, not much movement in the power rankings, man. Top four teams got wins. I switched the Cardinals and the Chiefs just because the Cardinals, when they get hot and they get – Kyler back, man. They just look so dominant, man. So I, I switched places. They went to third. Chiefs go to fourth. Ravens take it L. Packers slide up in the top five. So we got Patriots, Bucks, Cardinals, Chiefs, Packers. Yeah, so the one thing that I didn't want to talk about, the Ravens were in that top five and now knocked out. Uh, they had that loss this past week to the Pittsburgh Steelers and Big Ben, who could have been who might be playing some of his last games as a as a starting mm-hmm. quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But the bigger issue, when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson hasn't looked good uh, over the past two weeks, but who really hasn't looked good or won't look too good, we anticipate, is the secondary. Marlon Humphrey, done for the season, apparently, with a shoulder injury, with a right pectoral muscle tear. Yeah. How do you think the Ravens fare out now without him? Because they already lost Marcus Peters when they started right. the season. 
so now and now they're down to Jimmy Smith, Anthony Averett, and Tavon Young. Uh, what do you think happens with the Ravens now on the defensive side of the ball? Well, like you said, man, when you when you fortunate enough to have two number one corners, when you lose one of those number one corners, you miss a little bit, but you don't you don't miss as much. You still got a number one corner, you got a number two corner, you got a number three corner, right? Uh, I think you could fare, you could you could make it through with with that type of injury. But now you lose your other number one corner, man. It's it's hard to win football games. It's hard to win championships. Uh, should I say? without your number one corner, man. So I think it's definitely going to play a major part. They still they still may be able to compete in the North, maybe go wild card, maybe still win a division. But once those once those games really get down to it, man, once those games turn to Patriots and Chiefs and and Bills and they they them real critical games, you're going to need that number one corner, man. So I think they're definitely going to miss them big time. Yeah, you have a matchup with the Packers late in the season as well, and that could have a very big impact on what happens with them going forward. Big time loss for them. Uh, big Ben, let's talk about it. Could be his last year. Some reports are coming out that it could be his last year here uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So we talked about the injury with the Ravens. We saw the Bengals just lose this week. Uh, they do have a tie instead of a loss on their record. Uh, what are their playoff chances at 6-5 and five and 1? Their schedule, Minnesota, Tennessee Titans, Kansas City Chiefs, Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens. How do you think they fare out? So they're six five and one, right? right. So they're six five and one. So let's, matter of fact, let's just do this: six five and one at Minnesota, win or loss. Win. Seven five and one at, uh, versus at home versus Tennessee, who probably still without AJ Brown and Julio Jones. But Tennessee versus Tennessee. I just, I just like they. I just like the makeup of their football team. They're a hard body team. But if they don't get if they don't get at least one of those wide receivers back. It's gonna be hard, so I'm gonna say Pittsburgh again. Win. So eight, five, and one at Kansas City. Assuming that's a loss. L. Okay. Versus Cleveland at home. L. Okay. So that'd be eight, seven, and one, and then end the season at Baltimore. Out of all the places, how did that one fares out? L. That's the last one. Three in a row. Oh, no okay. playoffs for them Steelers. Eight, eight and one uh, prediction there for the Steelers. Uh, one interesting thing that we did see this past weekend in the second half, uh, the team went heavy on the shotgun and the pistol form. Pist- yeah, they did. Uh, pistol formation. So maybe a lot less Najee Harris and more emphasis on Deontay Johnson and uh, Clay- Chase Claypool in the passing game as they try to get back into the playoff chase. Uh, before we get out of here and get to our second segment uh, with our best best, give us your no fly zone power rankings, please. No fly zone. Uh, not much movement in the no-fly zone rankings either. Patriots won. They ain't have to do much. I mean, the win helped them out. They had a, a huge win factor in their game that, that played uh, like a 12-man. Helped them out, man. Uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs look good, man. Them corners. The Chiefs, when they got their starting corners, man, they look great. So they still at number two. Uh, the Cardinals got their hands on a, on a, on a uh, bunch of footballs in that bad weather. Xavier Howard got another interception. That's two weeks in a row for him with the Dolphins. And I don't like dropping teams out on bye weeks. But I had to drop the Browns out because them Cowboys got four interceptions, man. They got that thing back hot. Cowboys give up passing yards, but they get more interceptions than anybody, man. So they back in the no-fly zone. So Patriots, Chiefs, Cardinals, Dolphins, Cowboys. Cowboys definitely a team of playmakers on the defensive side of the ball and on the offensive side of the ball can really turn the game around. Uh, want to talk about those Cardinals who will be on Monday night. And speaking of Monday night, we know you on the Manning cast. 
uh, this past Monday. So next Monday, yeah. we get the Rams versus the Cardinals. We'll talk about your discussion with uh, Peyton Manning and Eli on our Broncos show, uh, which will be coming out on Thursday on our podcast feed. But Cardinals-Rams, probably the best game on the schedule for Week 14. Rams are a three-point underdog at Arizona. We saw what happened the first game. Kyler Murray absolutely frustrated the Rams' defense, getting out of the pocket, extending plays, and the Rams, I mean, the Cardinals won that one pretty handily. How do you think this one fares out? Rams plus three at the Cardinals Monday Night Football Week 14. This is a tough game right here. But uh, I think I like how the Rams got back to the basics, got back to the basics uh, this weekend. They they came out in big man formations. They ran the ball. They put an emphasis on running the ball. They came out with a 100-yard hundred yard, a hundred yard uh, day for, for Sonny Michelle. But uh, – it's a tough division, man. Usually usually these guys split. Two good teams, y'all split. So I'm going to ride with the split, man. I like the Rams on the road in this one. That will be the Cardinals' last loss of the season. Then they're going to take that win streak right on to the playoffs. Last loss of the regular season. Last loss of the regular season. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, all right, so boom, you got that from Akiva. Just a little bit of a taste of what we do for our best bets. And when we come back in our next segment, that's what we'll do. All of our best bets for Week 14 between myself, Akiva, Paul, Let's do it. We'll be right back. Back with more Call to the Booth. Time to put some money in your pocket for week 14 with our best bet segments. Uh, Paul, can you jump in, please, and let us give us a rundown of what happened last week, please? What did happen last week? I'm almost tempted to take them lane seven as well. So the under 47 and lane seven against the Detroit Lions team, who's also going to be out, be without DeAndre Swift. There is no way I see the Detroit Lions uh, this game going over 47, and there's no way I could see Detroit Lions even coming close in this matchup. Minnesota trying to get into the playoffs. I like them under 47. You see my face. You could see my face. I knew it was over that's then. A good pro- that's a good producer right there. I wasn't ready I wasn't ready for that. You had to put me on front street, though? <laughs> yeah, because you killed my bet. Yes, I absolutely did. <laughs> oh. Ooh, I, I, I tried to keep the... I tried to keep the straight face while he was saying that shit. I, I was this close to riding with you, Harrison. I promise I yeah. was. Yeah. So that's what happened last week. But Akeem did hit another teaser. He had a he had a bunch of teasers. Let him get into that in a second. The best bet, mm-hmm. Bears, Broncos, that came home. And then I hit a bunch of my Arizona teasers. Uh, the one I mentioned on the show is the best bet. Arizona and Minnesota did not hit. Thanks, Harrison. But Akeem, what, what other teasers? <laughs> what else did you have going on last weekend? I did. Uh, I, I hit my I hit my best bet, right? You just said that? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, I did. So I did hit my best bet. Okay, so so last week I had uh I also rolled with I put this teaser in. I had uh the Chiefs minus four, I had the Bucks minus five, and I had the Cardinals minus one and a half. That was a three team teaser that I hit. Then I took all that beautiful cash and I put that on the Patriots plus nine, under 45 and a half. That two-pick teaser. And I had a great weekend, Paul. You know, you know what I'm saying? Nice tornado in Buffalo. Picked up them bands, baby. Let's go. Great weekend, Paul. You had a great weekend, too, though. So tell us about it. Yeah, I had a pretty good one. I told you guys I was going to key the Cardinals into a bunch of different teasers. I sent you four of them, I think, on Saturday, Friday. Yep. Um, so I hit three of the four. Minnesota was one that didn't come home. So all in all, really good weekend. Um, I will say every favorite of seven and a half or more 
came home last week, everyone yeah. covered. So I'd say just be careful out there a little bit this week. Right, some blowouts. Yeah, some blowouts. Yeah. Yeah, got to get got to got to watch out for what happens in in week uh in this in week 14 for sure. All right, let's go into what we got for this upcoming week. Paul, uh before you give us your big theme, your big theory one, why don't you give us what you got for uh week 14? Your okay. best bet. Okay, so this one's a little bit involved. It it it's a teaser. It's a simple two-team teaser, but it involves a lot of things I got going on. So I have the Ravens. I placed it two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Season win total under 10.5. They're at 8. So that was at plus 160. So it's plus money. So I need them to lose this week against the, Brown, against the Browns. And they're 2.5 point underdogs. I also have the Bengals to win the AFC North at 10 to 1. They are one point favorites against the San Francisco 49ers. So what we're doing is we're taking all that and we're trying to play all sides. So we're teasing the <laughs> we're trying we're teasing the Ravens up from two and a half to eight and a half, hoping they lose still. And we're teasing the Niners up from one to seven, hoping we want the Bengals to win. So it's a lot. It's like I want a lot of things to go right for the Bengals to take. If that all, if the Bengals win, Ravens lose just by itself. Bengals have the driver's seat in the AFC North. Mm-hmm. But, but trying to play both sides. So teasing Niners up to plus seven, Ravens up to plus eight and a half. What a like tangled that. web we weave. <laughs> I, I've pretzeled like myself pretty good. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go teaser too. Uh, I'm gonna start it on Thursday night. I'm gonna start on Thursday night. And I'm going to go with the dog on Thursday night. I'm going Steelers plus nine. So let's go Steelers on the road plus nine on Thursday. And let's put that with the Raiders in Kansas City plus what's that's going to come out to 15 and a half. So I like the Raiders plus 15 and a half. And I like, and I like uh, the Steelers plus nine and a half. The Raiders, just because that's a division game, man. They know each other. Uh, those games are always tight. Derek Carr always finds some juice in Kansas City. I don't care who playing. I don't care who hurt. He going to find some juice in Kansas City and make that game close, man, because that's a division game he always do. And the Steelers, they're not going to go lose to nine. They're not going to go lose by nine to the Vikings. Uh, no Thielen probably, no Cook, no Thielen. I think the Steelers will be okay. And the dogs been going crazy on Thursday nights, man. Primetime period. But mainly Thursday night, so I'm riding with them Steelers plus some points. Yep, we saw what happened on primetime uh, recently with the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that under hit, uh, and it could have been a more competitive game, but it was relatively uh, competitive this past week. I'm going to roll. This is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to roll. Don't kill our bets, Harrison. Don't kill no, our no, bets. No, no, no. I'm not, t- I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. I'm not. I. If there's one thing I've been very good at this year, I think at least has been hitting the under. So I'm attacking the under again. Just not last week. Just not yeah. last week. Just yeah, not last I mean, week. You got to lose. And, and it shouldn't have been that way. Yeah. Shouldn't have been that way. If Anthony Barr was there, maybe TJ Hawkinson doesn't come in and help them stretch the field and get down the field for the Lions. I, I don't want to relive the nightmare. Uh, so, real quick, I'm curious. There's a lot of low numbers this week. So I'm curious. So here we go. I am going to go with the 44 over under between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. Titans? I Under see 44? a lot of there's a there's, there's a level of distrust between Urban Meyer and James Robinson. He had a fumble in the first court in the first uh, possession of the game for the Los An- against the Los Angeles Rams this past weekend in L.A. Urban Meyer sat him until the end of the first half, and then he 
weirdly played him for the last series when they were down two, two or three possessions. Made no sense. Even Urban, and My, Urban Meyer admitted it during a press conference on Monday that it didn't make too, too much sense. And then if you look at the Tennessee Titans side of the ball, Julio Jones hurt, A.J. Brown hurt, uh, Mike Vrabel, def defensive first head coach. Jaguars, pretty, uh, not too bad of a defensive team, actually, as well. We saw what they right. did to the Buffalo Bills earlier this season. 44 over under. And then on top of that, too, and as we've been talking about, as we've seen a trend here, we have seen teams coming off the bye look a bit sluggish. Would not Start be surprised. Slow. Titans coming off the bye looking sluggish. No feeling that they might already have this win in town because it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. 44 over under. That is what I mess. I'm going with the under. That is what I, I like have it. for now. And that's what I, and, like I and, and, and I'm not forcing anything else. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. I like it. I like yeah. that under. I ain't gonna lie. I like that under. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I don't there have a problem with it. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, Paul, you got any uh, any long shot, anything else that we should look into, or are we going to get out of here and get to our Broncos show? Uh, I think we can get to our Broncos show. I still like where Tyreek is at with his 10-1, to 12-1 to to lead the NFL. In it's still there because Cup got in the end zone for one, but Evans did not. Thielen's banged up now. so Thielen's banged up. So, uh, but Tyreek kind of been at that stagnant. It's almost time for him to, yeah. to trend up again, so I like that bet too. Yeah, so yeah, bet, nothing. Bet, bet, looking good. Nothing else crazy, though, this week. I'll take a week off. There you go. All right. That's it for our best bet segment. That's it for our Wednesday show. Got your power rankings. Got your best bets. Got your insights to the AFC North. We'll see how it trickles down in week 14. Come back tomorrow. To break down the Broncos big time. Well, we didn't call it big time because it's against the Detroit Lions, but they need a win regardless. Call to the booth. Akeem Talib, Harrison Sanford. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then.